Special thank you to Seed and Stone Cidery and Lucky Buzz Meadery for sponsoring the show today. Uh, they help to make this show possible and supply us with the, the occasional beverage when we're out there. They've got 10 uh, taps full of meads and ciders made right there in-house. They've also got all sorts of awesome events going on, including an open mic uh, almost every single Thursday where you can come out and show your musical talent. So all you songwriters out there, uh, stop out and grab a cider or a mead and tell them that the songwriters couch and the Patrick Joen band sent you. Again, Seed and Stone Cidery right here in Rochester, New York. Go out and visit them and let them know we sent you. Thanks, guys. Right, welcome to episode number 18 of the Songwriter's Couch. Uh, we're finally all grown up. We're finally able to go out and purchase a pack of cigarettes uh, <laughs> as, as full-grown adults. And what, what else can we do? Gamble? Are we allowed to gamble at 18? Yeah. What, what can you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Buy it. Watch it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. watch yeah. it when you're younger. But. Yeah. Um, all sorts of things we're, we're now legal for. And uh, thank you to Seed and Stone again. Uh, I mean, although you have to be 21 to drink alcohol, um, they are a sponsor of Mirage. So thank you for that and, and helping to keep us uh, supported uh, through this new year and into the first quarter here. So thank you to them. Uh, and thank you to everyone that's been watching and uh, sharing and, and uh, commenting, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it really helps when you hit that subscribe button, when you share it, and when you do comments, it helps with the the algorithms, et cetera, et cetera, right? Um, so I'm talking to someone over here, and I'll, I'll introduce him now. Uh, Trent Yule. Trent Yule is in the house. Yes. Yes, Trent, I am. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Songwriter's Couch. It's an honor. Truly. And why don't you tell the people here at home uh, what you do? What uh, what yeah. you got going on and where they can find some of your stuff and if you can try and get a little closer to that yeah I apologize I'm trying to there. maneuver the You're the good. mic around the guitar <laughs> but either way yeah Trent Ewell uh, I'm from Oswego New York originally uh, moved to Rochester for work engineer by trade uh, musician oh, yeah. by desire and uh, I've been uh, putting together some songs and and uh, playing some covers and and uh, trying to get in just about anywhere I can here in Rochester. I've been playing down uh, quite a bit. We call it my um, residency at Fatty Beer Company quite a bit oh, down right there. Uh, played all over. Played Naples Grape Fest. Uh, played uh, Jenny Brewery. Things like that. You know. Oh, I got some Jenny, and I got some Jenny in the the fridge there. If you want, <laughs> yeah, some Jenny Light. I, I wish. I know it's, it's uh, from like two Super Bowls ago. I know. Right? Probably, I start having one of those. You're gonna find me on the floor or there, oh, yeah, just laying right. down. <laughs> That's okay. It's well, fun for, to joke about yeah, now. No, no, Jenny Light. Jenny Light. I don't oh, okay. Think it, All right. Yeah, well, maybe. Won't do anything to no, you. maybe I can have 20 of those. It'd be fine. <laughs> Not to denigrate Jenny Light or anything. No, but no, no. I, I personally, I don't drink a lot of beer. All I drink is Seed and Stone's delicious cider. <laughs> My, and as you can tell, mine is <laughs> that's right. empty here. That's right. But full of delicious yeah, air. That's oxygen. Right. <laughs> so we're starting. Well, Allie's drinking champagne straight out of the bottle over there. So uh, I know. You know, we're, it looks we're good. Nice influences. and cold, chilled. No, it actually no, isn't. it isn't. Okay, it's warm. It's been sitting out all night. <laughs> um, so that tells you the kind of household. 
we like to have uh, we like to run here. So why don't we do this? Because we're gonna we're starting a new segment here, or at least a, a little icebreaker at the beginning of the episodes from here on out, and we'll see how it goes. Uh, and what I want to do is two truths and a lie. So have you okay. ever played that before? Yeah, uh, I have. Uh, I did just give up one of mine. I was gonna say born and raised in Rochester as the lie. Oh, um, okay. So but let me let me rearrange in my head. You know, like the little cup game where they put the you know I don't know whatever right. under one and they switch them around. I got to do that in my yeah, head. What is quick, that? But. What is that called? That's called something they they do it in you know you see yeah. that like the oh, ahl take my money yeah that's what it is it's called you're being you're be, being ripped off by someone yeah. highly skilled so okay. all right so what do you have something uh do you have it in your in your brain i what? do all right so I let's do. maybe mix them up don't have the lie you know up front or or do you have a, a, a cat or a strategy towards how you're going to trick me uh, yeah. i don't um I, I, I think I got to keep it simple. That's how I operate best is, is just maintain right. some sort of simplicity. Um, all right. I'll number one. Yeah. Uh, I'm a triplet. Number two, oh. uh, I played uh, college hockey. Um, number three is uh, I just had it. Um, does this give it away? No, I feel like you're trying to <laughs> trick me now to make it seem like this last one's the lie, even though you're just no, I've, trying to think I, of an actual fact. To, yeah. Um, I am trying to think of the third fact. Uh, I have three dogs, mm. actually. Do I get to ask follow-up questions, yeah. you think? No? So three dogs played... College hockey. College hockey. Yeah. What was the first one again? <laughs> this is this. Th- yeah, I'm a triplet. Triplet, that's right. It mm-hmm. seems like a big one, though. Triplet. Yeah. I'm going to say college hockey. No, I played college hockey. Uh, I am a triplet, uh, the one oh, male male of the triplet, and I do not have three dogs. I have one dog, and I thought that was going to give it away just because of the pause and yeah, you yeah. know the, the but thinking I felt like, about it. I but. felt like you were trying to trick me there into, into yeah. picking that one. Yeah, believe me, like I said, simplicity is like yeah. my thing, <laughs> and uh, you know uh, maybe I could be too simple triplet. where I am. So, so is it? Are you identical? Triplets? No, no. Uh, so, uh, two sisters, Tori and Allie. Uh, oh. My one sister did pass oh, away yeah. uh, when we were younger, oh. um, and uh, but Allie is, uh, you know, what we call a twin. What we would call a twin now, yeah. um, and she lives in Oswego with my family, and um, she's uh, not huh. a musical, but she's a teacher, awesome sixth grade teacher. Oh, I think awesome. fourth grade. She, I, if she hears this, she will not be happy about that. Yeah. But it's fourth grade, I believe, <laughs> and um, no, she's great, and uh, yeah. Okay. About you telling the world that, that she's a teacher? Is that <laughs> no, telling the world that she teaches sixth grade or she thing. teaches fourth. I should know oh, that. I'm, okay. no. I'm her brother. Listen, but. listen guys, guys don't uh, right. don't remember things right. like that. I, yeah. I remember having conversations with, with Allie about like you know how I talk to my guy friends, too. Yeah. And like sometimes I don't know what they do for a living. I don't right. know what their last name yeah. is. Yeah. I don't know what their what their background is. No. But I've known them for you know 15 years, right. 20 years. Right. No idea what, what ethnicity they are. <laughs> You know, yeah. It's, it's if <laughs> I remember important. your first name, it's, it's good. Well, yeah. yeah there's uh, no doubt. My so, dad and I were were. My dad has this running thing where he has to pull my mom aside, ask ask her, hey, uh, you know, what's their name? Because he he doesn't remember. <laughs> I call it man's disease. It's like that's uh, right. You know, we just we, oh, you have it too. We don't, yeah. Does it happen to you too? We all so, do. So what what's good is Allie's now at the understanding that if I don't like if I know someone. <laughs> now I'm giving away all my my networking secrets. <laughs> if she's with me and I I don't rem- know what their name is, but I know them, and I'm um, I don't introduce their name, she knows now to go ahead yeah. and 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 ask. Oh, well, my name is you know. 
Yeah, you're a good team. That's yeah. like my my fiance does the same thing. Because um, yeah, I could have gone with that. I could have you know led with fiance. Something you know involve her in some matter. I'm sure yeah. she'd like to hear that. But she's great. <laughs> Zoe, hello. All right. Oh, so you're getting married? I at, am. At yeah, September. Uh, at, uh, oh, that's a good Kettle Ridge down in Victor. Oh, right on. Yeah, it's so the 28th of September. Um, huh. How is that? You said Fatty Fatty Beer Company. How is yeah, that place? It's is great. It? So uh, two guys, uh, Zach Kadar and um, Jeff. I should know his last name, but his name's Jeff. Mm. Uh, man's disease. Uh, they're they're great. Uh, it's really nice new place down in the apartments off Union. Okay. Um, across the street from Lily's, I think it is. Uh, you know where Finger Lake Rock Brewing was. Yeah. yeah. Nirvana's there, and uh, they do a great job. Mug Club. They have drafts. They don't make their own beer, but they've got a massive beer wall, and you know it's good. Just a good place. Good vibe. Really well lit, and and you know fun atmosphere. Yeah. Those those kind of places, like the low key places, I find to be so much fun to play because oh. you can just sit back, you play some covers, some originals, or whatever. Right. And everyone's kind of drinking. You're kind of right. background music, so you don't right. have to be like performer, performer necessarily yeah. for those type of shows. So I always dig them, and usually they'll they'll pay all right too so for anyone starting out too those are those are usually pretty good yeah. uh, gigs coffee shops and and breweries and wineries and oh, stuff yeah. right yeah i mean that's that's kind of where i've started and again i uh, will probably get into it but uh, i've been playing since i started teaching myself in august of 22 guitar oh really and so um that recent yeah yeah and i uh huh. i kind of would take uh bring my guitar to work and i don't work at this company anymore so i'm yeah. not outing myself <laughs> but uh i'd bring my guitar to work and i'd i'd you know if yeah, they're careful was... these days they're, yeah, they're letting I, go of people i know yeah, i know sure. if they they hear that it might not be great but uh <laughs> anyway i i would bring my guitar in and, and just sit and uh you know go through it day after day after day you know four or five hours at a time bring it to lunch and go out and play and it's just something um uh, I think prior to that, I had told my fiance, and I had forgotten about it, Zoe. Um, you know, if I don't learn guitar, it'll be the one regret that I have. Huh. You know, on my deathbed type thing. Um, and, and it and it would be. I growing up, it was you know Jim Croce and the band and Leonard Skinner and all those, and and then I kind of drifted towards um, the James Taylors, those type of guys. And, yeah. Um, kind of, I, I was just infatuated. I would sit, my, my friends hated me. I'd sit in my car and I'd, I'd listen to the same song on repeat because I just, you know, to, there's something with singer songwriter, acoustic guitar that obviously it's connected with a lot of people and, yeah. you know, people are yeah. very, very into it, but that was just kind of my thing. And so, did yeah. you, did you know piano or anything before you, you took no. up the guitar? No, I, uh, no musical. I, I played drums when I was in fifth grade or something. I'll say for, that was you know, it. for you only being was that two years right since yeah, uh, yeah. playing guitar It'll be two years good, yeah man. in august oh thank you and i you, appreciate you write it. your own songs yeah. as well right yeah i yeah. got in uh it's funny I, I would get into work and and you know the first thing in the morning i'd sit down i used to <laughs> kind of outing myself as a pig but i'd go get uh a couple coffee cake muffins from dunkin donuts oh, delicious and then i'd sit down and have uh have coffee and Wait, my coffee cake muffins yeah is like cinnamon, like oh, cinnamon top. Delicious. It's like crunchy. Oh my goodness, they're awful for you. But see, my 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 thing is the apple fritters. 
Oh, you like Apple Fritters? And I used to work back in the day at a Baskin Robbins slash Dunkin' Donuts, right? <laughs> a long time ago. And one of my favorite things, they would come out like it, my fat cells are tingling right now, <laughs> thinking about it. But they would when they would first make um, the bow ties. Oh yeah. And they'd come out and they'd oh. like first ice them, so they'd be like warm in the center of them, and like, oh, dude, you're making this, me like salivate yeah, yeah. as yeah. we sit here. I'm on a diet. So sorry, I've been I fasting. <laughs> I didn't mean to, <laughs> no, to interrupt fine. your story. So you get some coffee cake donuts. Yeah, and, then, I, and I would sit down at work, and uh, this was even before I or I, muffins, I, I should say. I, yeah, yeah, yes. I apologize. Um, <laughs> but better get that right. It's very important. That's right. Um, then get some coffee, sit down, and and I got really into like I saw, you know, this could be controversial. People don't love him. Some people love him like crazy. But Zach Bryan is this new you know, country indie type artist. And, um, I remember back, I was seeing a video of the guy online and he's sitting there and he's playing guitar and he's sweating by a fire in Florida. And I'm like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Why you have a fire in Florida, whatever. It's the aesthetic. Yeah. And he's playing the song and I'm going, this is a really good song. And I'm looking at his hands. And I'm going, those don't seem to be terribly intricate chords. Hmm. You know what I mean? And I said, you know, I think I, if I just put some work in and started, you know, I could probably write my own music and, you know, maybe it'll never be like that, but, you know, at least I'll have done it and, and it's something that I enjoy doing. And um, and so I put I put a lot, a lot of time and people are always like, how did you do that so quickly? And it's just, I really, really it's, liked it. Yeah, it's know? amazing what, what, what um, a desire to do things like that will... You know, you, you just spending the time and wanting to do, put all your time into like training oh, yeah. yourself in into some sort of a a skill. Um, it, it takes effort and it takes a lot of frustration and and all that kind of thing. But oh yeah, um, in the yeah. end, now you're writing. You know, yeah, writing your own music yeah. and all that. Was anyone in your family uh, musical or anything? Or no, it... no. My mom was an art teacher. Um, all right, so sort of, so I guess, kind of, right? in a sense, but yeah, nobody artistic. Nobody played an instrument nobody in my immediate family that i well actually that's a lie my my mother's brother who has since passed away uh he was big into the alabama shakes drive-by truckers and i think uh he played um guitar and he played harmonica oh nice um maybe he didn't play guitar i can't remember i was young when i went and saw him play um and uh yeah so he was really the only one that i saw in my family able to kind of you know portray what i was like that's something i could do and so and i played hockey forever like real you know intense went and played juniors in canada lived there yeah. for a year lived in lake placid for a year and then went to college and so a lot of that time was taken up with that and and partying and you know that type yeah. of thing and so so let me ask you this how so how old were you when you started when you first started learning guitar because you said that was 20, 20, 22, right? Yeah, so it had to have been 28, 29. If you don't mind I'm 30 me telling now. your age. Okay. Oh, no, that's fine. Girl, usually yeah. girls are a little more sensitive. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> so you're 30, so you were 28 yeah. when you started, give or take. So everyone out there... You can start a new a new thing, yeah, uh, and do it after you're do it, you know, after yeah. you're a kid. So uh, it's almost like learning a new language too, right? After you know, after a certain amount of time, you know. I mean, yeah, I mean, learning. I, I'm still not fluent in theory. I don't really know much about theory. It's all kind of memorization and um, patterns, patterns, and, and things that like that. Which uh, I'm, I'm, a, I've started to kind of dabble in, in playing with other people. Uh, Roy Marshall, I'll shoot, uh, shoot him out oh, here. Oh, right name now. dropping already. He's, uh, he's an unbelievable guitarist. <laughs> He's, he's playing all these open tunings and he's asking me you know what key is the song and some of them i can get some yeah. of them i you know don't have a clue but um yeah it's it's just something where 
So that that stuff is interesting. And I've, and I've actually started taking because uh, you can go online and there's like Berkeley uh, okay, yeah. online. It, like you can go on YouTube or whatever and just watch music theory classes. So I've been learning that myself too because I'm oh, wow. self-taught. My dad played music, all that, but everyone in my family always played by ear. Um, oh wow! So it's like I, they even they uh, don't don't necessarily know all the technical stuff even though they can play stuff and they can you know get into it um so i started learning that because a few bit a few members of my band are very like technical oh, okay yeah. you know know a lot of theory and that sort of thing so it helps when you're trying to communicate right um what you're trying to do yeah, to, oh, yeah. to actually talk to that you know yeah um but uh it's it's always so tedious for me though like learning the, yeah how do you find do you find it to thing? be that you're picking it up uh, I, uh, man i have to like i have to like watch a part of the video and then go off to some Something else, and you distract myself, and then come back, right. and then watch it, and mm-hmm. some of it sticks, and then I have right. to watch it again at some point. And still, like the thing that I I learned the last time is about is about uh, major and minor scales and how those okay. are built. And oh, pro tip here, there you go. Um, so so generally, a major scale is going to be a whole. So from whatever the 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 uh, key is of the song, right? So yep. let's say it's in G. So it'd be a whole step, a whole step, a whole step, a half step, a whole step, a whole step, a half step. That would be the oh, okay. major scale of, okay. of whatever key it's in, right? The minor is these, you flip them. So it'd be a whole step, a whole step, oh. a half step, a whole step, whole step, whole step, half step. Yeah, it's uh, it's simple. But then when you start to break down, though, the, my problem is, is that, okay, that's great. In theory, right, right, um, but then you have to know what those notes are every time you're. <laughs> so as I'm playing, I'm not really. I've memorized patterns. Right, I, I right. can kind of hear if I'm off, right, uh, with regards to it, you know. Um, but it's but start. It's, I'm starting to. I mean, that's you know. that's something that you know. It's amazing. You hear like, uh, I don't know. This is just Luke Combs. I, I had just heard this through videos. I'm not like the biggest Luke Combs fan, but um, you don't have to. He was wearing a Luke Combs t-shirt under his sweatshirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and listen, he's he's very. <laughs> talented and he's he's an awesome musician his great singer has a rap yeah Luke, Luke Combs it's the luke combs bus tour rap right? yeah and i'm i got my lights on top and i'm driving in front right. of it and escorting him through um but uh he he said you know he doesn't he doesn't know theory he knows uh he i think he started playing guitar when he was 24 or something like that oh really and so you know um it's it's things like that you hear those things and you go i think i could do it you know yeah but again fluent like the the theory and fluency on the fretboard i'm not there yet but um one day hopefully you know just keep with it 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 does i mean i feel like it it does help with like i said especially if you're in a band and you need to communicate what you're yeah you know what you're trying to do with the rest of the band it's it's helpful uh in that regard but it can also get in the way sometimes i feel in uh situations where you're especially songwriting um because you can fall into and i find myself doing that sometimes with structure of song right so i know typical song i mean to make it super simple would be verse chorus verse chorus uh bridge chorus and then an ending or whatever right right? and you can make that more complicated like intro like pre-chorus you know pre-verse that sort of thing pre-verse Preverse. That's what they used to call me in high school. <laughs> uh, it's probably because the audio is peaking. That's all right. Is that I'll, from my I'll, side? I'll use the. No, no, okay. no. You're you're all good. Right. I think I just have the volume that goes right into the camera a little too high, so we'll fix that. In, That's in another post. fun thing. I'm about. recording it separately there anyway. So okay. Um, so uh, one of the, one of the other things I do want to talk about is the fact that we had to postpone this. 
Yes. And I don't know if we're, allo- if we're even yes. allowed to kind of talk about this, because um, I know the, uh, the uh, national, um, the, uh, the, the United States... <laughs> Yeah, whatever uh, throws foot, that thing at your phone. Football, yeah, thing. Oh, the That's NFL. Yeah, the, the yes. yeah, we, we, yeah, we don't say er, the name. Er, the, the, you know, the game with the ball, the pigskin ball, the, right? That's the no fighting league. We're allowed to yeah. even mention their name. They're pretty litigious, I think. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they'll be uh, searching yeah. the internet yeah, so, YouTube algorithm reason, for this one. The reason we didn't have this episode and record it uh, on Sunday was, one, the weather here was terrible, right? Yes. Um, but then secondly, we were like, okay, well, let's move it maybe till Monday. Monday and then realized, oh, wait, um, and I just happen to have my only You're, piece of uh, go. Uh, football uh, gear on here for the, the Bills, mm-hmm. um, who play ended up playing on Monday because there was that giant snowstorm. They yep. actually moved the game, and so we had to postpone this yet again to now yep. today, right? Yep. Um, but luckily, for any of those people who are Buffalo Bills fans, uh, they pulled out a victory. So did you, do, are you a big yeah. football person? Or yeah, no? so, so grow, you know, through college, I we I played hockey, so we were gone every weekend, and there wasn't a ton of, uh, you know, sitting down to watch football games. If, yeah. if my buddies were watching it, I would. Typically, I was nursing a hangover yeah. and, uh, <laughs> you know, eating terribly. And uh, can I swear, by yeah. the way? Okay. Yeah. Eating like shit yeah. and uh, probably having some more beers to cure that and then, and then get getting ready to go to class the next day <laughs> um right. and uh so no but as i as i left and, and came in and i apologize to buffalo bills fans who are you know lifelong sufferers and 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 have dealt with that for <laughs> i like how you label ever. that lifelong yeah, yeah believe me i've seen i've seen the 30 for 30s and all yeah. that um but since I, I moved to rochester a lot more time as it turns out when you when you when you leave college and uh you know you've been kind of structured through with hockey and everything we took it very seriously we were not a very good team i went to suny canton we weren't like world beaters at all right. we just weren't great uh but uh we did you know you're very structured you got to kind of go to practice you're working out that type of thing class and so anyway there's a lot of time and and kind of got involved in in my you know met people here and then as i kind of got into it now i'm like super hardcore into it and my fiance <laughs> hates it because i'm yelling at the tv and that type of thing yeah but uh yeah what a win i mean it, the scene it's there's nothing like buffalo you know you like you, people talk about the bills mafia and they're like you know everybody's always like they're amazing but you don't really understand until you see it in person yeah, and i and, think now that they have that the superstar the jo- you know josh, josh allen, allen in there oh, yeah. um i think there's someone to like root for on the team that's oh, yeah. like a star you know a superstar and he's likable um yeah i don't know maybe well uh, who knows some people person, right like if sometimes you meet who, people yeah you're right like that and then you're like oh that guy's a fucking ass i know to say. <laughs> well yeah i know that'll yeah. be an interesting mix yeah, of like, people i like how everyone he is he is well i get a bone i get a bone to pick with uh miss miss swift anyway so yeah yeah. So what is it? So she was on she was on the Grammy ballot at, at one point, uh, along with one of my uh, my songs, and um, I think she ended up getting the the nomination and the win really? on it. So it was a what close song. It was, was it? a close tie uh, at first, but she just she just eked eked by me uh, in the rankings. So wow. Um, so I'm you com- have- I'm coming for you, Taylor. I'm coming for you, TC. TC. Wow. No. TS TS. So you so you wrote a song that was up for yeah nominated. Yeah. Oh wow! Well, How many? It, gra- it wasn't nominated. It was on the the ballot. So basically, for for anyone that doesn't know how the Grammys work, yeah. you can submit a song and then it can go on about on the actual ballot, and then people can vote on it. And if you get enough votes, the top whatever it is of that category, four or five, whatever, then get nominations. Right? Okay. The, okay. The most votes. So the actual 
um, ballot itself do, it doesn't get voted on. You do have to qualify for the particular category. That's right, why right. you hear sometimes rumblings about um, uh, like uh, musicians saying, "Oh, well, we're in the wrong category," or the, oh, "Why is my okay. song in this?" Okay. You know, in the rock versus the pop, it should be in the pop category. It should be in this or that, um, and uh, that's because they, when they submit it, um, they're submitting it, and the the recording academy people that that kind of scan everything or or listen to everything to make sure are basically saying it's in the wrong category, <laughs> and, and you know, so it's in somebody yeah, else's hands. Moved, so, mm-hmm. all right. did you lose the? Do you want to? Do you want to fix it? Yeah, we're willing. Let me see. Is it back on? We're gonna pay. Let's pay sole attention to (laughs) to the producer and just stare. This is good. We'll ask her questions. This is good uh, content right here. Just (laughs) (laughs) troubleshooting. I mean, hey, listen, and that's another. So, so before we move on from that, so Taylor Swift is gonna probably be here in Buffalo because I'm. um, Who's the uh, the The Chiefs? The Chiefs, right? Are gonna be. That's the next game. Next Mm -hmm. is it next week? So where where your parka? Taylor, we're gonna have a snowball fight. Oh, in the, I in the parking lot. I I said, don't give her a box. Let her sit out in, yeah. in the cold, and yeah. you know, I mean, that's true. Do you have I've, to tailor to tailor all the time? Like, you, is it? Do you ever go to the games? So I've been. No, I actually haven't been. Have I been? No, I haven't been to one. Um, I uh, I've been wanting to, and uh, you know, the the thing is, is as I as I stop drinking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as we've talked about, I uh, try to stay away from uh, you know the tailgates that type of thing. Yeah. It's not it's not that I would like go crazy and have a drink. I just plus it's just cold and right. The alcohol, then I'm freezing like, and yeah. I'm not having like the greatest time. So yeah. I'd rather sit and watch on my on my TV in yeah, my house. Yeah, but, I hear you. Uh, I'm, in the, I'm in the same boat. My friend Dave, um, David Schneider, big shout out to Dave Schneider. Um, he's a big Bills fan. He was at that okay. that game yesterday yeah, yeah. or whatever it was, freezing his butt off. I'm like, dude, you're you're absolutely crazy. But he got uh, a few years years ago um uh, i think i had won bills tickets or something at my day job yeah. so i had gotten free tickets and it was november okay. so it wasn't yeah. like terribly cold yeah te- but yeah, you're, if you're out there for a few hours oh yeah I, and you're not that into the football game <laughs> right it, it gets old you're ready to leave and fast. not everybody's ready to yeah, leave those yeah. metal bleachers are they really uh they really are conductive on butt cheeks yeah it's not the best uh, yeah. and all your heat you know, yeah, and then you're right on top of uh, other people, and you're yeah, kind of like, this yeah. is not. But I also I don't like the like the like raging drunk people. Yeah, like no, the, no. I'm just not. Into, no. I'm too old for that now, and I <laughs> I can't. I'm like I just if I can go to a bar or something, I can just sit at home and watch it. Mm. I'll I'll get into it. Yeah. Um. As a matter of fact, I got my my sister in law Joanna and uh, my brother Chris uh, into the Bills. They're completely not into football or anything. And but I, I have that. I have a projector screen. I saw that. Comes right down here. That's yeah, awesome. They can't probably see that. But we watched it on there, and it's a whole different experience when you're watching it on. Oh, I bet you know a giant yeah. screen. So my sister-in-law's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." I'm gonna start screaming and stuff. Go. I'm gonna yeah. start sneaking over here during Bills games. Be like, hey, you're yeah, welcome yeah. to come over. I think next weekend. What is it? A away game, right? Yeah. Uh, no, no, they're playing buff. First time that Kansas City is gonna come. We're, by the way, we're losing the playoffs. entire audience here of everyone. Yeah, right. Everyone watching it. <laughs> like, I don't care about football. Yeah, usually what are musicians about? are like, yeah. Listen, you got to give the Bills when they get uh, something right. good. You know, you got to enjoy it. You got to be. Proud for and Buffalo. As a matter of fact, the la- the episode right before this was Josh Ketchum. Yeah, um, he could be like a like a a, a fake name for Josh Allen, Allen. I, Ketchum. Right, right. right. Yeah, I thought that, that and I, he was wearing all his Bills gear and stuff. So, oh, okay. Yeah, well, when I when I met him, maybe he's why they won. You know, 
Hey, listen, lucky, we'll lucky say, fan. I guess this this show is the. I'm going to say this show is the reason why the Bills won and will continue to win. So hey. if you want the Bills to win, you need to share this. Oh, you need to share this. Oh. I'll, I'll be I'll be sharing yeah, it. Don't share worry. It. I'm not like worried about jinxing. Subscribe. Drink seed and stone cider. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I I, I I got this. I got. I just. I'll end it with. I got. A, I got a weird feeling about this year. Yeah, they. They. You know. They kind of went through that turmoil in the middle of the year. I think mm-hmm. uh, they've learned to win close games. And and yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, again, we're gonna lose probably half the audience. <laughs> but like, yeah, it was really strange because they were really falling behind. In this last game, it looks like they were playing with yeah. like high school kids on the other side. Yeah, which is I, crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's maybe it was just they were in their element now. Finally, you know, the <laughs> yeah. snow and the, the freezing cold, the ten degree you know weather or whatever so yeah, anyway I go mean, bills yes uh, go bills that's a bills fan and if 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 you're not go whatever team you yeah you like kind of maybe not yeah. whatever unless um, you're a chief nfl fan. please don't sue us for just saying the word <laughs> yeah, I, NFL. Know, I know i know <laughs> we're really not like ah oh, sorry What's that? Can you? Okay. <laughs> I know. I used to own a. I used to own a bar, and uh, used to have to like if you had any kind of event, you would have to call it the big game. You couldn't oh, reference it as, really in any social media or any advertising or anything. Just as, a corporate monster, as the huh? Super Bowl or whatever, <laughs> and you couldn't reference the NFL or any of that stuff. So, yeah, that's unbelievable. So. Yeah, because they want the they want their cash out of it, but yeah, they don't anyway, have enough. Anyway, let's let's get back to music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so you started learning guitar in two thousand and twenty-two, but then um, obviously there was a bit of a you know a time where you had to learn how to play. Um, how did you start? I mean, I know you said in the morning you would you'd kind of you know get a couple of muffins or whatever and and that's generally how i write too like i'll wake up in the morning a cup of coffee i feel like my brain is kind of fresh yes. at that time mm-hmm. and things t- tend to flow mm-hmm. um easily um what how did you approach starting to write your first you know your first few songs i guess so i had tr- i had tried uh while i was learning i wasn't ready to like put anything together but i had tried to throw something down and i said this is not going anywhere that I think is going to be good enough to actually play in front of someone. Mm. And uh, funny, if not funny, uh, R.I.P., our bird died actually very odd. We had a cat that was just about on its way out, somehow found its last legs to jump and and kill our bird. Uh, Anyway, R.I.P., so I apologize. A little dark part of the podcast. Well, well, I will say that, well, it's it's both dark and inspirational. Yeah, right, right. right. On the the cat's last last hurrah. (laughs) Right. <laughs> truly yeah truly um, i mean this cat was we found him on the street we had him for a year we extended mm. his life a year and my fiance was you know she's an animal person so am i but she's she basically gave him you know a year of an amazing life and that type of thing and so that's awesome. um but anyway the 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 bird died and and you know i i didn't have a ton of attachment to it but my fiance did and um what kind and, of bird was it parrot i have no idea oh. a small songbird songbird <laughs> oh. and you want to know why is because I named the song Song for a Songbird. Um, oh. And I started writing, and I'm like, this is actually pretty good. And then I kind of got into a flow. It was almost like I wasn't I wasn't writing it. And that was the first time I experienced something like that. We're like... Did, let me ask you this, too. Did, were, you, were you writing it? Because you said that you weren't that attached to it, but your fiancé was. Were you trying to be in the mindset of her emotional state about it yeah Does that make sense yes yeah i uh I, you know she it, 
Yeah, and and she's again really attached to the bird. Her father gave it to her, um, mm-hmm. and and so I I knew how much it meant to her, and when I can when I can kind of tap into that and and access empathy for others and and kind of put myself in that position, I, it's much easier for me to write than it is for me to write about myself or my experiences, and so. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it just kind of started coming when I, I was at work one day and I was like, I had like 10 minutes that I wasn't actually doing work. And I said, I gotta start, try to start this, just write something, John, you know, yeah. something on a break. And so I did and it came out and I was like, that was a, fir- it, it's not song that I play now, you know, that yeah. type of thing. But that was the first time that I wrote something and I said, okay, like, I think you could, you could actually attempt to really, you know, write something that you could play for people and that, and that, you know, if you sat in a bar and did it, you wouldn't get kind of, you know, I, I'm always worried, you know, people are going to, I'm going to expose myself as a fraud. You know, yeah. it's, it's just, it's how my brain works. And, um, and you know, I played it for my friends that and my buddy had a, uh, he called it the um, Sugar Sack Bash, Chris Sova. So if Chris Sova hears this, <laughs> him and his brother, I grew up neighbors. We're dropping up, all sorts I know, of names I know. Taylor Swift, uh, Josh Allen. Yeah, I'm sorry. Josh Ketchum. Josh Chris Ketchum. Sova. Chris Sova. Yeah. All sorts of stuff. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Yeah, we're you know, listen, we like to we like to get everybody involved. That's it's right. called spreading the news That's right. about the pocket. Yeah. But um he called the sugar shack bash. He became obsessed with maple syrup and built a sugar shack in his backyard. Huh. So I got a little twelve inch old fender amplifier plugged my mic into a mixer and plugged my guitar in and that was my first gig and i played all co- all covers and then uh afterwards everybody was sitting around having drinks and i was just sitting there and josh kind of grabbed the guitar and he was kind of strong he doesn't he doesn't play chris does and he's pretty good but um zoe had told them my fiance told him I, I wrote a song and so it kind of forced me to play it and man I did not like that. I was uncomfortable, and uh, I I started playing it, and and Josh kind of looked at me. He's you wrote that, and so I was like, okay. So people don't think that this is something that's kind of, I don't know, uh, Mickey Mouse, I guess, in a sense where it's not, you yeah, know, it doesn't yeah. invoke anything in anybody. So Isn't, that's that's really a great. Um feeling to the first time someone like is surprised like oh wrote, like when they ask who oh what song what song is that i feel like i know that right sort of it's always a compliment because it's like, like oh. they 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 recognize it as being something that's you yeah know, that's it's, it's worthy of i guess or whatever yeah and, and not worthy is <clears throat> not the right word because there's a lot of art and a lot of people do write songs that are for themselves and you know that's great and, and i don't i don't like i don't want to belittle anybody i don't think that that's the way you do things but um to just to me that felt like it, it was really the catalyst of like okay you can actually sit down and write some songs yeah and um from then i i i started uh the next song i wrote was rescue me uh, and all that's still to this day if i go out and play it all my buddies will you know they want me to play that one um these nights was another one that i wrote early um just a lot of kind of things that that were happening in in my life um at the time and was able to pull a lot of you know inspiration from that and is it so you're you tend to write um uh write at least lyrically from experiences is that generally I, like where yeah yeah i try to i find it very hard for myself to 
to to pull from things I don't know. Um, Young Man is the song I wrote that's kind of like that, but it's more on Jack Kerouac and it's mm. it's kind of infused Zach Bryan's life, that type of thing where I got, kind of got inspiration from that. But typically it's something that I'm inherently close with that I mm. that I can pull from and, and you know, I... I have always been able to empathize with people. It's been, and you know, it may make me soft, sorry, hand up. Uh, but, um, in a sense, it's helped me really like find those guttural, like feelings of what people are feeling. You know, there's, there's tragedies all over the place. A lot of my songs are very sad. Um, but it's, you know, it's not, that's what I have to write because that's one, I love that type of music. Sorry. And two, I just, that's, that's where I can, feel like i can make a story that's actually going to make people feel something instead Mm -hmm. of you know i could write something very plain and and kind of pull generic you know things from it but i don't want to do that because when i'm singing a song i have to really feel like i'm like i'm trying to like punch you in the gut with what i'm doing or or i can't feel connected it kind of falls apart Hmm. and that's really you know the jason isabel's the uh um Tyler Childers, you know, those type of guys, um, but mainly Jason. Do you, do you feel that, um, that you tend to write or now tailor? So, so you had made the statement about someone saying, Oh, you wrote that or whatever. Right. And I think there, it, it it can sometimes be easy to fall into a trap of, or I'm going to write to almost make like crowd pleasing songs right versus so i think rick rubin i uh, watched some interview with him and he was talking about like like the audience and who's listening to it should be the last thing on your mind yep. you should be going in there trying to make the best uh the best version and of of the vision that you have for what you're trying to create and if you're if if it's something that you love then the likelihood that other people will then love it is going to be built into it. And so you don't even need to think about who's going to be listening to it. How should I tailor it to be, you know, better? Um, I mean, I think we all fall into that trap sometimes when we're yeah. writing a song. Okay. Maybe the hook needs to be a little bit cooler. Right. So that people, or something yeah, like sing to it. And, and there's some, you know, some of that that needs to happen too. Cause you can't just be like, Oh fuck yeah. it. I'm going to completely yeah. get rid of song structure right. and anything that right. sounds good. You know, yeah. um, do you feel like, uh, as you're, you're growing as a songwriter, like you're either getting more in that, world or do you feel like you you i i i really do try to keep everything uh, internal and inherently important to me Mm -hmm. um that's pretty selfish but like you said if if, you know i there you know there are times where you you have a word in there and it's it's maybe generic and you know another word that means maybe the same thing is is going to be a little bit catchier and and may catch people's eye and be like oh that's interesting put that word in there that type of thing where i'm sure everybody does that but but I, I think um, I think if again if you don't if you can't pull from something that you know or that's affected you or or you know makes you feel something um, it's hard to put something out there that 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 I think other people can connect with. And it's not just connect on like the service level. It's like, all right, I've had that happen to me. It's like the words and how you deliver those words, how that how that cuts and and yeah. if it cuts you and and you feel like like I love that line that type of thing um or you get really excited about a line 
and you know maybe other people don't use that vocabulary that type that type of thing um you know you get excited about it i think that comes through as you play and that comes through as you present what you're what you're doing um and to me again if i if i'm thinking of other people while i'm playing one it's not going to be as good and two it's just not going to be as authentic yeah and and you know my whole life i i worry about i've always worried about you know the other noise in the room what's going on what are people saying what do people think what do they think about me that type of thing um there's a line in one of my songs in a tone it's another song i wrote that was maybe the fifth or sixth song where it says um uh i can't remember the exact lyric if i played it i would it was something along the lines of uh always worried about what others think um and that's true i I, my entire life even to this day and I'm, i'm kind of coming through to that side of things where i'm learning at 30 that you know People aren't really worried about you too much, man, in in that type of way. But again, it's something that I've worked through, and so music has definitely helped me with that. Yeah. You know, becoming honest with myself about you know a lot of the things that I write about. Well, it's it's interesting too that you said uh, you're like you're kind of um, referenced. Uh, oh, this might sound soft, that sort of thing. As a, as a guy, sometimes when you open up. Um, uh, kind of an em- emotionally in some way, shape, or form, it can feel like that, right? Um, but as musicians, because no one ever, so I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you kind of a, a real, real world example of this. Steven Tyler, right, mm-hmm. looks like a middle-aged woman who wears spandex outfits, yep. right? Has sung million, you know, tons of love songs about blah blah. No one ever looks at him and, and says, "No, oh, he's he's soft." Right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Right. He's, the whole point of it is that he's he's unapologetically himself. Yep. Um, and so is the, every great musician that's been out there is, is that authenticity that comes out. And I think that the ability to do that and be raw in front of a bunch of people um, and putting out music um, unapologetically or putting yourself out there in that way as this is me this is what what i do um i think is the exact opposite of of being weak or soft it's 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 um i think the only reason that anyone would potentially like other guys let's say because because i think girls can sometimes have a uh, can struggle seeing our point of view on this right, sort of thing, right. but you can have guys that are, oh, he plays guitar, he's right. you know, he's blah blah blah. Um, but but that's because of the inability of themselves to um, almost be man enough to yep. show their raw, you know, self. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I think um, you know, it's it's. I like how this generation, I guess, of, of younger people now, too, are are starting to see that that's the case. Like, being unapologetically yeah. yourself and authentic um, is, is not a... It's not a sign of weakness. It's like a power right. move. You right. Know what I mean? Yeah. And, and so I, to speak. Yeah. I don't. And, and that, that to me is very, you know, it, it was very foreign to me. I grew up in Oswego. It's very blue collar. And, and uh, you know, I, I wasn't you know i had a great life that type of thing um but you know my dad's kind of a uh you know a man's man and um 
you know, I played hockey, and so in those circles, as you get older, you know, it's not really like the most touchy feely yeah, group yeah. of guys. And <laughs> and uh, every team that I've been on has been great. So guys, that's not I'm not throwing shots at you, um, but that always did. That, that I would say that was a huge barrier for me to even learn an instrument. <laughs> you know, you don't go join band if you're playing hockey yeah. and and that type of thing. Um, you know, a lot of guys play guitar, and I it's just the way I was thinking. But um, you know, it's one of those things where you're kind of built up for so long, and now I'm kind of unraveling all mm. of that at, at at thirty, and it really started when I met my fiance, truly. Huh. But well, it, that's yeah, that's always helpful to have someone being like, no, you should. No, oh, yeah, you know, you should pursue this um, because you can have a lot of self doubt, and if if everyone around you is kind of in a different frame of mind, or like, oh, I'd be embarrassed to get up on stage or whatever, then it's like, well, maybe I should also be embarrassed about it too, or whatever. You start to right. take on that right. mindset. Oh, I think yeah. having someone support you is is always helpful, um, and I think that what what you said too, but before about you know, <laughs> it's funny because you go into a room. And everyone, like, um, I never, when I was younger, younger, I used to have stage fright and stuff, right? When I did some of my first plays and, and had to get up and tell a speech or whatever. Um, but as I've as I've gotten older, that's all gone away because I've, I've realized the same thing that you kind of said where everyone's got their own thing going on. And for 90% of the time, they're not even paying attention to what you're doing. Yeah. Or they're in awe of the fact, like if, if you're on stage and you're playing and you're doing a, a good job, a lot of times people, even if they're not looking at you, they're listening to you. And I've said this on the podcast too. You see, my favorite thing is seeing someone having a conversation with someone else, like let's say at the bar, and the the you know they're both kind of tapping their feet. Yeah. They're not looking at the stage. Right. They're not right. paying any attention, but they are subconsciously. It's like part of the experience that they're having. Right. Um, but but to think that you're going to get up on stage um, and there's there's this like fantasy, this this bad fantasy of getting up on stage and everyone pointing and laughing right. at you. Right. Look at that idiot up on Listen stage. Listen to those lyrics. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, what is, what, what's going on here? You, know, you got a guitar? Like, I'm going to beat you up in the parking <laughs> right. lot after this. Right. But that's never what happens. Right. Usually what right. happens is you get off stage and people are like, that was great, man. Or, or at least one person, oh, that was a good song. Like, I really like that. Did you write that? Right. You know, that sort of thing. Um and I think that, uh, you know, if that's in, uh, uh, a uh, barrier to someone getting started in something like music or even theater, I think theater is even, even worse oh, for uh, sure. sometimes for, for guys to, like, to get up there and, and like, do a musical. I've done musicals and stuff. Oh, man. Good but for that's you. That's like awesome. a, <laughs> that's a, but I think that's also because my dad was a musician. Like, I had okay, musicians yeah. and creative people, like, in my family. So I was like, I saw... Strong men. My dad was a, a sanitation worker, and he was a garbage oh, okay. man. You know I mean? right, so yeah. he wasn't he wasn't like a soft guy, but he played guitar, played love songs like for my mom and stuff you oh, know, wow. on guitar. So it was kind of a good like I had a good role model of like right. this is right. you know, and same thing with my older brother. Like he was definitely rock and roll, right. you know what right. I mean. But he was right. a great guitar player and got on stage and all that stuff. Um, there's something. Um, there's something very masculine, I think, about exposing your emotional side and your, you know, yeah. your insides to to the public again unapologetically and just saying this is this is who, this I, who am. I am. Right. You know, got um, a lot of flaws. That's um, right. Well, name yeah. name like six or seven of your flaws right here for the audience. Yeah, you, let me tell you. you. <laughs> let me tell you. Here, actually, I'll play like three well, or four but, songs. Right. But. 
<laughs> is that is that accurate? So I, I like what you said though about it it, it coming out because we've talked about that so many times about it coming from from nowhere and and I've been watching like interviews about you know songwriters oh, and yeah. things a lot more lately um, and I, I keep hearing that same thing like it's coming from somewhere and and um, uh, I'm interested to find out where that is uh, maybe in fifty years when I'm <laughs> sixty years when I'm dead seventy. Well, depending in modern medicine, it's pretty good. To like 140, I think that's my there you that's go. my goal. So yeah. I've been eating my spinach. Yeah, and that's and that's. Oh, just, <laughs> what you said? Just outlive me. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Oh, don't worry, I we will. were vampires. Yeah. yeah, that was the plan. That was the plan the whole time. But yeah, that's that's <laughs> it's funny. I, and I don't know, you know, they should give him the five. I don't know if yeah, that's yeah, five get, minutes yeah, left. Five minutes. Okay, but, but any, we're gonna have you play something too. Yeah, yeah. But okay. Um, but yeah, I, you know, again, like you're saying, you're listening to a lot of interviews, and and as I've gone through this and and one of the things that keeps me going is is uh you know i'm listening to interviews by jason's but charles wesley godwin was just on uh rogan there um and i listened to that and and i listened to a lot of those interviews and and everybody says that same thing you know willie nelson said it. he's talking about how you know he's not really writing the songs at some point you got to do the work you got to sit down and do it and write a ton of terrible shit but um eventually there's and there is that and that's happened to me is that 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 spark of like i couldn't have come up with this yeah you know this couldn't be out of my brain it's like learning it's like learning a new what you were saying before like learning a new language like like the universe is talking in um you know in chinese right but you don't know chinese right so you can't kind of really so you're writing like really bad chinese out right and you're sort of getting it and then eventually you've done it so much with with practice that you know you're able to kind of fluently um, oh, yeah. you know, write in that other language, and and that's kind of where where you end up with songwriting. I think sometimes, and and really anything creative, when you get to the point where it's no, it's almost like muscle memory that right. you're doing versus, um, you know, you force forcibly sitting down and going to write a verse, chorus, verse. Right. It's going to be this story, right. which there is something to that exercise though too of doing that. I, I do occasionally say I'm going to take myself, like I was asking you about you writing from um, your fiance's point of view. Mm. I do like to take myself out. And think of either sometimes I'll look at a news story or something and I'll be like, okay, if I was to put myself in the situation that that person was in and to write it from their point of view, it's an interesting like exercise to go through that. And I've written some good, decent songs that are, you know, that are like that. Um, But I think for the most part, it ends up being my own personal experience too. Um, Yeah. It's, it's one of those things where it's, um, you know, you don't, and you don't, you can't really explain it until you've gone through it. And that was a great way to explain it. Like there's a different language and it's somehow you're operating at that, at that like level, kind of like a flow thing going on. But, and, and it's fun, you know, that's, that's, that's when it gets fun when you, when you can sit there and you're, you can't wait to show people, Yeah, you know, and, and that, you know, it's the worst though. Sometimes you play a song. So, so I'll do like open mic sometimes. This is, this is the blessing and curse of being a musician. Sometimes you'll play something. You're super excited about it and the audience will respond in the way that you expected. Right. (laughs) But sometimes it's not even, it's not, the song itself or the performance or anything it's just the feeling of that night whatever right. kind of everyone's day was like yep. in the room yep. and so you'll go and you'll be all excited about playing this new song that you just wrote and yeah, everyone's gonna start tearing up in the audience as oh, I play it yeah. and you just get zero reaction you just walk off just defeated I, that usually uh, I'll obsess about that moment until oh, yeah. the next time I have yep. like a good 
like a right. good uh, response to a song, <laughs> like I'll ruminate about it for weeks and weeks. It'll just sit in my mind. I'm a terrible person, and I hate everything I've ever done, and my music is awful, and, and all that. And then I'll have one good night. And I'm like, no, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, yeah. I'm a oh, legend. I'm glad that's universal yeah, because I'm I've a- been going through that, and I'm like, I don't know, man. Like it was, re- you know, people were real excited a, you know, when I first yeah. started, and it's just you, you kind of, you know, people will tell you, and you, you have to take it at face value, and then you can't get too well. I you think know. kind of a pro tip too, as I'm I'm getting into you know my my 40s now too, um, of all the people to um, kind of give or take advice from Kanye West, right? Has yeah, this right. thing where he does he keeps calling himself a genius all the time, um, and and a lot of uh, you know these rap rappers and and whatever say similar things. Like if um, the Snoop Dogg gave a speech where he got up on stage and he's like, I want to thank when he say absolutely no one or something. Oh yeah, just yeah, myself, yeah, 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 blah blah blah, right? <laughs> but it takes that level. Like I think. You you have to keep telling yourself that because in order to continue to perform um, and go up there and, and perform in a way that gets people engaged with it, you really have to believe in what you're doing um, right. when you get up there. And so I think sometimes just telling yourself that over and over again does actually help with uh, with your performances and how you feel afterwards, you know, instead of that, like, beating yourself right. up thing after right. the fact, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to start employing that. Uh, yeah. I'm going to take, I'm going to call it the Kanye West uh, uh, self-improvement. <laughs> method or whatever so let's let's get on to some music yeah, speaking yeah. of of songwriting um what what song are you going to play for us here uh, i thought about this all day i think i'm going to play young man i know it's one of the ones that i said was inspiration from elsewhere but it's also kind of you know as everything is tied intricately to myself as well all right. um so i'll play that should i reposition how do you all want right, me yeah, to re- why don't you reposition uh in the meantime i'm going to address our our audience here i'm going to dress you down audience <laughs> i want you to go down there again if you have yet to subscribe and i know you're hearing my emails going off uh very loudly in the in the uh the microphone i think um i'm getting dozens and dozens of emails and those emails should be emails telling me that you guys are subscribing to the channel and commenting on it so uh, if you could do that go ahead and subscribe uh, go ahead and uh, uh, comment on there uh, whether you love us or hate us or you want to see something change or us to do more of um, tell us what you think about the uh, you know the the segment in the beginning the two truths and a lie um, and uh, thank you again to seed and stone cider for sponsoring it it makes this all possible Allie thank you again for producing the show here uh, Trent Ewell uh, we're going to have you play uh, a song for us here one more time, the title. And, and before you do that, uh, where can people kind of find your, your music? Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Thanks for having me on first off. Uh, this is awesome. Um, but uh, the song's called Young Man. Uh, I've got three or four songs up on Spotify uh, looking to get and record. Uh, I've got about 15 I'm looking to record. But uh, YouTube, Instagram, YouTube's Trent Ewell. Uh, Instagram's Trent Ewell Music. Um, TikTok is Trent Ewell Music and Trent Ewell. There's two, you know, just kind of trying to throw it out everywhere and um yeah we'll we'll post all the uh if you can cut to we'll post all the links to your stuff um where you can find his his stuff we'll have our patron page there so you can also help us out by uh subscribing there and giving us some cash there and we've got of course some merch there hoodies and and the like that you can buy to help help the channel and stuff and um you know we make them big too so i know some girls like to sleep in in big hoodies, big ass hoodies. So we got them. We got the X, triple X large yes. size uh, and stuff. So, all right, everybody, Trent Yule. Thank you. This is Young Man.
man, how did you do it? How'd you beat the goddamn road? Was it the sick that took your mother? Or the ghost of old Tom Joad? Did you see your brother sweating fierce out there? Dropping in the heat of the dead and dying laying cold in the New York City streets? And the voices in your cluttered mind Did they bend and shape to form? Or was the notion brought upon by the sailor's uniform? In the big dirt in Nebraska Did it take you by surprise How many lives were carved As children starved in the hot heat of July Oh young man Can't you see Your buckets filled up to the brim Those long nights Headlights and bar fights Lyrics you write where you rail thin see the flaws in others and you still know you're not without sin consumed by Kerouac and Springsteen so much so that you became them you can search for an answer but you'll never find the truth This world's just cheats and liars Doing what they know is best for you If a sinner's what they wanted Then it's time you head your bed And you'll be six feet under dead and gone Before you get yours yet Boy, young man, can't you see Your buckets filled up to the brim those long nights, headlights, and bar fights Lyrics you write where you rail thin You see the flaws in others You still know you're not without sin Consumed by Kerouac and Springsteen So much so that you became them Dreamed of carving your words under ripe American souls And you went out and did that But where do you call home In all your waking hours In the time you will spend To try to find that young man That you once knew again Oh young man Can't you see You'll never find it my friend those long nights, headlights, and bar fights Bring you right back where you began You see the flaws in others And you still hate the man within A modern-day Kerouac or Springsteen Maybe this darkness just never ends Thank you. Kerouac. And I was actually thinking Bruce Springsteen before, too, when I was thinking about the, uh, you know, getting up there and, and uh, 
uh, music being you know oh yeah kind of masculine or whatever so yeah that's um but that's a great song man thanks appreciate it really great song for appreciate for it. you've only been writing for for two years yeah, yeah all right we're about. shutting down shop i'm giving up uh <laughs> it's been nice knowing y'all and, and uh we can put this on the fire and yeah. keep ourselves warm tonight yeah. trent um no, but, but thank you for being on the show no thanks uh, for having uh, me you did say that you have uh, about 12 songs um, that you need to get down on on wax, as they say. Yes. Uh, which means that I would assume there's either a full length or an EP uh, that will be yeah. coming at some yeah, point. Yeah, there soon. will be. Hopefully, uh, hopefully by the end of summer is when I'm hoping to get it done. Probably sooner. But right. um, yeah. No, well, I'll I tell you what. You me. Uh, when you're ready to release it. You come back on the show, and, and we'll uh, help you promote it and, and talk about it, oh. and all your trials and tribulations, whatever tribulations are. Yeah. Um, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk about those and get some yeah. hopeful, hopefully some stories, some fun stories. And uh, again, thank you, everyone, for, for listening, for watching. We do have a hard cutoff here because we got to be somewhere, and um, there's things we got to do, people we got to see. Uh, but Trent... I really appreciate you coming on the show, hey, brother. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Again, thank you to Seed and Stone for sponsoring the show. Thank you, everyone, for watching and listening. Uh, tell your friends. Tell your grandma. Tell your cousin, uh, <laughs> Betty and Joan. Uh, that I don't know. I don't know. I'm coming up with... What cousin, what's a good cousin name? Frank? Brandy and Kelsey. Oh, Brandy and Kelsey. There we go. Now, we've, go. now we've definitely name-dropped. Um, <laughs> you're... you're your cousins there so now they, they've got to subscribe and watch so trent again thanks for being on the show brother and we'll uh we'll, we'll have you on again soon thank you guys for watching see you on the next one